Welcome to the survival podcast for people who take movies too seriously. The disaster artists. We survived the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. And Yay, Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're getting barbaric with yeah. Lord of the Flies. Whee! I think we, it's been a kind of a long time coming. We've mentioned this for the last two episodes that we would At least get to Lord yeah, of the yeah. Flies. So and here we are, and I've got nothing to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, I just I, have no notes or anything. Um, no, no. Like I I'm watched, doing... I, I watched the nineteen ninety film last night. Um, and that's the research I've done for it, basically. Yeah, like um, it's one of my. I never favorite. read it. You read it. You've read it a few times, have you? Yeah, it's one of my favorite books, but I haven't read it in years. Oh, okay, but I like I've read it a few times, so I, I remember it pretty. I, yeah. I can do this. I can wing this one. Yeah. <laughs> so I can wing this and then just. Silence. Have you seen? You've seen the nineties film, haven't you? Uh, I've seen that years ago. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've read the book closer to now than like I've probably seen the film when I was like fourteen, maybe. Okay. So you were the age of the oldest kids in it. Oh yeah, pretty much. And you watched it. Have you seen the one before that? The one from the sixties. Um, not in like. Not for a long time, and probably not as like one solid sitting like I did last night with the nineties one. You know, yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen plenty of clips from it, and I knew the story. Like when I sat down to it last night, I was like, "Oh, I know this character dies, and I know this happens, and I know that happens." You know, that kind of like, yeah, yeah. I think um, everybody has a fair idea. It's one of those um, films and books that you're just culturally aware of it, even just from watching The Simpsons. I was just going to say that, even from watching The Simpsons. Yeah. So they don't really, they kind of go with the setup and then just sort of. Just do their own thing a little bit as well. Yeah, well, which, I mean, they couldn't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'd probably seen the Simpsons episode before I had seen the film or read the book. So, oh, yeah, okay. But I was still, even before seeing the Simpsons... Always the same, actually. Yeah. Even before seeing the Simpsons episode, I was still aware of it. Yeah. So I always assumed that Nelson's character represented Piggy. Or not Nelson, sorry, uh, Milhouse. Yeah. Assumed that he represented Piggy, which he kind of did in the he wore glasses. Yeah, but then so when I actually read the book, I was waiting for Piggy to be like the gluttonous, greedy one. Oh, okay, yeah. And then yeah. that never happened. I was like, oh, that was just something Simpsons. Stuff. That was yeah, that like that character wasn't there at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought the same actually because he he ate all the rations and stuff, wasn't it? In, that in, one the, in the Simpsons, yeah. Whereas Piggy is the most reasonable character in the book. He's the one who wants to yeah, maintain. Yeah. Well, he, him and um, Simon. No, not Simon. Um, what's his name? Oh, oh. Well, Ralph does. Sorry, too. Ralph. Ralph. But Ralph kind of. Yeah, Ralph does, but only under kind of like almost like under Piggy's guidance wants to as well. Yeah, in the well, in the film, the nineties one, it's Ralph is the moral supporter and there's even a moment where Piggy's like why don't we just give up and join them and he's like no we can't do that uh, so Ralph is kind of more the thinker and yeah, the yeah. One. well Piggy um, I guess yeah I, I, do, I do remember there's actually a really sad scene in the film where Piggy wants to go and join the other group yeah. and Ralph doesn't want it and he's just like but Ralph I can't see yeah and it's, it's really sad scene. He's, was, that kid's really good in that film. Uh, I, I was watching it last night, and there's there's two scenes. But how understandable is that? He can't see. Like, he's at such yeah, a disadvantage. Yeah. Like, he's like, I've been beaten. Like, yeah, because they stole his glasses to make fire. Yeah. And there's two scenes where uh, Piggy cries, and it is the best fucking... 
tears on film I've ever seen. Like he's drooling. Like he's got drool coming out of his yeah, chin, yeah. crying. And there's the point where I'm kind of looking at going, did they just like punch this kid in the stomach and start recording? Yeah. <laughs> like he genuinely looks like he's having a proper cry. It doesn't look like stage tears or yeah, anything. Yeah. It's crazy. We like. need to backtrack because we're after opening this with saying like lots of people are culturally aware of this. Yeah, we, yeah. we said this last time for The Purge where a lot of people might actually just see the episode and just listen to it. This is definitely one where people are somewhat familiar with it so might yeah. not bother. So we should just explain the plot of the film before we yeah, actually sorry, get yeah, we, we, we jumped into it way too much there. So there's a group of boys now in the 90s film they're like a cadet parade from a military school I don't know if that's they're British they're just British school children in the book okay yeah and so they're a bunch of school children they're on a plane or a boat they're in a plane in the 90s yeah plane and boat and they crash out in it's kind of the Pacific I think they're in the Pacific they're also now important they're, it's a, there's an unnamed war going on World War 3 assumingly the book was written in 1954 so oh, okay yeah yeah obviously not World War 2 had already happened it could be set during World War 2 but it seems like yeah. it's set during World War 3 and while they're in the air a nuke has been dropped on England. So it's a nuclear oh, war. None that's, of that was in this film at all. But you see, Dan, that's what I made the point in when we are talking about Mad Max, how, like, originally, Road, or not Road Warrior, uh, Beyond Thunderdome, the original yeah. script of that was a post-apocalyptic version of Lord of the Flies. And that's why yeah, the whole yeah. element with him and the children comes into it. Yeah. But that is Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> it already is post-apocalyptic. Like, to me, that's yeah. post-apocalyptic. Okay, it might just be England that's bombed, but still, if there's a new, if they're being, ev- if they're evacuating a country, and while yeah. they're in the air, a nuke is dropped, that's apocalyptic. Yeah. But anyway, they're a group, and they only, the only survivors are them and a pilot or somebody yeah. else, an adult. Yeah, a pilot. Man on I the think plane. the pilot in the book, anyway. I think it's yeah, a pilot. it's a pilot. And they, as the plane is sinking they manage to grab a raft and inflate it and then pedal their way to a nearby island where they're trying to look after the sick like the the adult is he's unconscious and delirious with fever and then they're trying to survive on the island and of course there's a group of at first it starts off there's ralph and jack i think is it jack uh yeah yeah, yeah. so there's ralph and jack and they're kind of like the two well, oldest kids first thing that happens actually well I don't, can't remember the film it's actually I think it's Ralph and Piggy are the first two to meet on the beach and that's where they which is an important sort of element of the film an important symbol is the conch the shell yes yeah yeah and they call the rest of the children with that, and that oh, okay. in the film they, they're they there a little while and then he finds the conch and well, there's a few of them there and they yeah. all come together when he yeah they've all scattered out a little bit and so they gather all together and they have this rule that Whoever has the conch, which is just a, a shell that when you blow into it, in the film is a piggy. I think it's piggy that establishes that in the book. That yeah, the, it's kind of him and Ralph. Yeah, it. yeah. Ralph has the conch when they say it all. Oh, so, so you know, you're right. It is. It's piggy says it, and it's whoever holds the conch is allowed talk. And then they have a really quick vote. All the kids are like, "Oh well, I think." And they keep referring to in in the nineties one anyway. They keep referring to Ralph as a colonel and sir. Because they're from military school, and he's of a he's a cadet mm. colonel because of whatever his merits. Yeah, and he kind of assumes leadership with him and Jack are the two oldest kids, and him and Jack are really good friends. And but then very quickly, you realize like Jack is a bit more of a rebel, and like even even in the film, they do a really good job of when they're coming onto the beach. All of them are still strictly in their uniforms, their military uniforms, is the approach they took in the 90s film, right? 
and Jack has his open, his yeah. jacket open, and like he's so he's the first one to show his bare chest. He's already at the beginning before they even set foot on the beach. He's already released his kind of like slight kind of animalistic side, or just a little bit, you know. Well, even in the and book- slowly as it goes on, he basically gets more naked to the point where he's just like in a loincloth. They sort of, when they, at the, at the start of the book, they kind of almost instantly, Jack and Ralph kind of have a argument about who should lead. Yeah. And the Pete, the children, the younger children have kind of voted Ralph. Yeah. And then like between, I, t- I don't know if it's Ralph on his own or again, if it's with Piggy in his ear that they both kind of decide that Ralph will look after the sort of almost the the societal aspects of the group and yeah. Jack will take care of hunting and yeah. once Jack is given that role he doesn't argue anymore because he just because then he's like he great he gets I'm a provider of food yeah and, yeah and he almost like once they mention that all oh, he prefers that because that's a more it's that, a more manly role yeah, to yeah yeah and it's more like you said like already like figuratively that's stripping away the clothing of society where he's yeah. now the hunter gatherer character mm. In the in the first act of the film, it's literally scene by scene. This is like Jack just gets more and more naked to the point that like he's the first kid to be completely topless and just in his trousers. And then his trousers are down to shorts. Then he's down to his underwear. And then finally his underwear are like so tatty to the point where it's literally just like a cloth yeah, over yeah, his yeah. balls. <laughs> it's, and it's, but it's just kind of like, and it's really this kind of progressive thing. And it's it's a really nice little subtle way of doing it. It's clever. Yeah. There's a part in the book like they uh, start lighting the fires yes. to, for a signal and they send Jack and his hunting team go off. And of course they're shit. Like they can't hunt. No, no. They have um, one knife and they're like yeah, sharpening yeah. sticks and stuff. But anyway, um, there is a part when while they're on watch and lighting the fire, there's a, there's actually a, a specific moment in the book where Jack decides to strip off and use the body paint. And oh, really? they, yeah. they almost do a war dance and they go hunting. And that's when he actually catches the pig. Yeah. So it's a bit different. There's not the gradual thing like you're describing in the film, but there's a no, specific... In the, there's the moment where they light the fire for the first time using Piggy's glasses, like a magnifying glass, yeah, yeah. right? And they, in that he starts this chant around the fire but really quickly the fire goes out of control okay yeah no yeah yeah it's but at that point he's the only one he's like topless and I, he's trying to lead they're all like oh fire going yeah, it's mad. just that all that stuff happens in the book it's just condensed yeah there's no gradual progression he decides to to become a hunter he needs to oh he's like strip down yeah he just completely or, yeah. strips down goes hunting and they actually as soon as they go out he kills a boar Oh, okay. And when they come back, or meanwhile on the ship, Piggy and Ralph see, or meanwhile on the ship, on the island, they see a ship in the distance. Yeah. And they go up and see that the fire has gone out. Yeah. And so the ship turned away. And then Jack comes back and they're all celebrating because they've killed a pig. Yeah. And then Ralph is like, you let the fire go out. It was your turn. Yeah. And then, and that's the first time they kind of really come to blows. But that's the moment where he like completely, he decides to give up on his society yeah, or, yeah. You know, it's very very similar in the film he uh, they light the fire first gets out of control a little bit but then they get it back and they're just kind of mining it for smoke and stuff like that and so Jack and he's got like a team of people that are going off hunting and they have one knife and one of the kids lunges at the boar and actually cuts the boar but it gets away 
and he hurts himself and Jack kind of takes him in a kind of like a very nurturing way, like makes sure the kid's okay. And then takes the blood from the knife and he puts it under his eyes in this kind of like, I suppose, war paint kind of way. And then he does it to himself. And then from that moment on, the rest of the film, he's got this war paint on. And then the next scene is there's a helicopter going around. Of course, it's just modern. Yeah, there's a helicopter going around and it's... Uh, Ralph is staying on the beach collecting like water in coconuts and stuff from they're coming back from the stream and he notices the helicopter and he by the time he gets up to where the fire is because they put it up on a hill and it's, it's basically... <laughs> sorry why didn't in the Simpsons episode why didn't they make their version of Ralph like Ralph, Ralph. I, know, I know yeah <laughs> it was Bard wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. but anyway sorry um, <laughs> it made so much more sense it's been really funny as well um <laughs> The by the time he gets up to the fire, it's gone out, and the kids who were supposed to be on watch are gone off hunting with Jack. And I think it was Jack himself who was supposed to be on watch. Mm. They have this whole thing of a watch system of two sit by the fire, and then they get relieved every couple of hours and stuff. And then during all that, they manage to actually catch the pig, and they come back with the pig, and they're like, "But we killed a pig." And he's just like, you're supposed to be watching the fire. We'd be rescued by now. And he just doesn't care at all, basically, either. And then he has this whole stand thing where he's just like, okay, you can either stay here with Ralph and the babies, or if you're a real grown-up like me, you can come with me. And the group splits then oh, completely. Okay. And they go off, they're like, we're going to have our own camp of hunters. And he's like, hunters with me? And a couple of kids leave. Like the twins and Simon and Simon's a very important character Simon yeah, yeah. who's another he's just a really nice kid he's the best, he's my favourite character and then oh, yeah. like I'm, I do in the I film don't... there's like shots of him where he has like a pet lizard yeah, and yeah, yeah. the hunters just kill it for no like they're standing around trying to f- practice their hunting basically and and one of them goes yeah I'm gonna do this to the pig and he just whips the lizard off Simon's hand and just stabs it with a stick on the ground and Simon's just like looking at him going like what the fuck are you doing bro yeah, and he yeah. just kind of walks away and they're all and like none of them give a shit and he's just like so hurt by it and so that yeah because in the book like yeah Simon's this character just just very like almost like he's just at one with nature when they get there he doesn't yeah he's he, really he, he's zoned out of all the bickering like yeah. and he's just sort of by himself and he's a great character he's like this lovely kid <laughs> I was as you were in the whole thing we go like if you were there I would totally be the Simon Same, character yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd just be <laughs> kind of embracing the nature of it because like, as well like what else what else could you do <laughs> you gotta be one with nature man because the whole the whole point of Lord of the Flies like it's the, the reason it's set during a war is that uh, rescue is such little hope well, is it or? yeah but it's like almost like a parable almost where I guess the point of the book is that you have this war going on where there's all this needless killing and then they're on the island they're away from all this but human nature leads them down that same route anyway. Yeah, yeah. And Simon might be the only character that knows that. So he's just like, yeah. I know where this is all going to go so I'm just going to go do my own thing. Like. Yeah. So there's a point where the the pilot... Which I guess makes sense actually which is kind of cool in the film version that they make them cadets that yeah. they're almost more familiar with where military, this goes yeah. and so Simon in that world he's, he's a kid that was probably forced to go to military school and really yeah, there's, just... there's, there's, there's moments where they're all sitting on the rocks and they've these rumours of like Jack stole a car and so he was sent to military school all this, all this kind of stuff like it's really interesting and 
See, whereas in the book, they would be upper class kids. So well, they are. Yeah, I know, but like the book kind of works a bit better in the whole, the sort of just caving into human nature kind of works better when they have no background of criminality. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, either or, it doesn't really matter. To me, anyway, I think that's kind yeah. of makes for a but better the, well, well, allegorical tale. Yeah, well, the whole it. point of that scene is that Jack's just a fucking liar. Well, that's, and he yeah. just said that to make himself sound tough. Actually, you know what? I take all that back because I'm pretty sure Jack bullshits like that in the book too. Yeah, okay. And, he, and it, made, it just it makes less sense because they're from an upper class background. Yeah, yeah. There is... So there's stuff with the pilot has a fever and he's a bit delusional and he wanders off one night and so they go off looking for him the next morning once it's daybreak and they just find his clothes near some jagged rocks along the coast and they assume he he's dead. Yeah. He went off into the sea and so that's like the last you hear from him at all. And then there's one of the hunters, a younger kid, can't think of his, I don't know if you really get his name. Roger. Some, um, Roger? No, I think Roger is... He's the sort of potential, like, he's the sociopath. No, he's kind of like Jack's number one. Oh, yeah, but he's... Roger Well, is. this might not be in the film, but there's a, a scene in the book where there's a kid playing in the one of the ponds, and Roger just goes down and starts throwing rocks at him. Yeah, there's a little bit... Is that in it? And he's not really trying to hit him, but it's clear that... Yeah, they, The yeah. next time he does... It's almost like last week we were talking about The Purge. Roger yeah. is slowly learning that there's no repercussion Rules. to anything yeah, he, he does. he do whatever he wants. And I think there's another... He, he goes a bit further each time yeah. where you're just like, this is a kid. This kid's going to murder somebody. Yeah, there's... In the film, Roger has about three lines, but his actions are very much say to that yeah, yeah and he's kind of Jack's number one and of the group of hunters him and Jack are like the two oldest kids they're say about 14 where all the other kids are maximum 12 and some yeah. of them are as young as like 6 or 7 like they're really young and there's even a moment where they say like one of the kids shit himself because he's just that young like he's... oh yeah well there's like in the book there's like proper children like yeah yeah like they're babies like yeah and do they have the beast in the film? Yeah, yeah. And there's kids so, that are afraid. So yeah, of the there's, dark, a, there's, like. a, there's another kid who's part of the hunters. He joins the hunters pretty quickly, even though he's quite young. And he finds this cave while they're out hunting for a boar one day or a pig. And he gets something grabs him in the cave, and he runs out and tells them there's this monster and blah blah. And they go off looking for the cave, and they hear the breathing. And then Jack has this mad thing where they kill a boar and he brings the boar there, cuts its head off and puts it on a stick outside yeah, the yeah. cave. And he's like, that's a present for the beast. And it's real like crazy and very um, ritualistic and worshipping of like the beast in the cave. We give it a sacrifice. You know, there's a lot of that to it. It's brilliant. Well, so, Cause I can't remember is the, um, the, the 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 name of the film is that sort of referenced or explained in the film at all? Lord of the Flies. Yeah. No, no. But there's a shot of then the pig's head covered in flies at one point. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Was Simon in the book? Yeah. He's. Well, Simon, yeah. It's Simon who's standing looking at it. Sorry. Yeah. And does he have? Does does he make any connection with it? No. All oh, right. Well, in the book, Simon's epileptic. Oh, okay. And he takes an epileptic fit. He goes looking for the beast. Yeah. At one point in the book, and he has an epileptic fit in front of the pig's head. Yeah. And it comes to life and talks to him. 
and it oh, refers okay. to itself as the Lord, Lord of the Flies. Oh, and the Lord of the Flies is another name for either Beelzebub, Beelzebub, the demon that yeah. created hell with Lucifer, another version oh, okay. of Lucifer. That's what the Lord of the Flies is. And he refers to himself as, I am the beast within all of man, or whatever, you know, it's human nature. The Lord of the Flies is human nature. <laughs> cool little tidbit, right? The actor who played Ralph... Right. And the actor who played Simon are both now adult actors. You recognize them. They're in loads of stuff now. Okay. But the guy who played Ralph, his first name is Balthazar. <laughs> I think that's fucking dead. That's a great name. Um, just as you were talking about like a demon name and stuff like that. Well, Balthazar, I think, is an angel. Uh, but anyway. The, Still quite a connection. We're yeah. going with that, like, that happens much later, too, though. Yeah. That's another thing. I think this, this split within the group, what you're referring to in the film, that it doesn't happen as early in the book oh, okay. it doesn't happen after the the first hunting thing it happens a bit later not that and, it, and it doesn't way, make a difference to the yeah, story yeah the way it's done in the film is like they don't even well there's they have the first hunt then they split and then there's a storm mm. and their shelters are wrecked in the storm and all that kind of stuff and then they're making sure everyone's okay the day after the storm and they go off looking for the hunters and they don't find them but what they find is the first boar that they caught they didn't even eat it. Because, yeah, yeah. And they didn't, because they had no fire to cook it. And so they just left it there, like on the beach. And there's this whole thing of like, uh, Piggy goes on about, uh, I can't remember the name of the disease that you get from parasites in eating, eating raw meat or something, he says, and all this, there's all this kind of stuff. Like, it's not, yeah. Or yeah. trigonosis. Or That's it, trigonosis. Yeah, yeah. And then they, uh, then they go back up to the fire and they sit around at the fire and, but in the, in, the, in the meantime all of that then it's that other kid finds the beast cave of the beast in it and yeah so that's all happens after that where they put the head on the spike happens all after that can I just stop you for a second before we recorded this Shane was telling me that the film Lord of the Flies this 1991 was actually yes. shot in the 80s and when you said that I was thinking about it and I was like was Charlie she I had this feeling like that Charlie she, like uh, first of all I'm wrong I thought the same and I thought like was Charlie Sheen one of the kids no your man looks really like him I'm looking at the picture of him as an adult oh my Balthazar. god yeah, yeah yeah he looks like uh, you've seen the picture of him as an adult yeah yeah he was in Alias and stuff he's in loads of stuff I recognise him he's also he's apparently in the new season of Twin Peaks oh uh, uh, yeah that's right yeah but he grows up to look like a very like a, you think he's another Sheen brother yeah well he looks like if Charlie Sheen didn't go crazy this is yeah. what he could yeah. look like. <laughs> if he'd a less drug-fueled life, yeah. his he skin didn't. would be better. Yeah, if he wasn't, um, if he wasn't pumping tiger blood, like yeah. The and then the kid who plays Simon is the same. He's in loads of stuff. That, but anyway, sorry, I just had to. Um, you know what? While we're here, uh, I'm going to see if what's his name, hmm? Balsab. Balser Getty. I'm going to see if he's on Twitter, and that'll be our Twitter follow of the week. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, you just tag it, be like, do you know podcast about Lord of the Flies? Tag, tag, tag. <laughs> so, so, anyway, continue. I'll look for him on Twitter um, as you're talking. So, yeah, there's all this kind of mystery of the beast and all this. And then Ralph still has the hunting knife, and the hunters raid the camp, his camp, and steal the knife one night. And then. It's kind of not. There's just a lot of kind of like wondering and debates of what side to be on and all that kind of stuff. And there's kids leave one team and go to the hunters and stuff like that. And it's all about Ralph trying to hold on to kids he has with his team. And then as it goes on, then there's another night where the hunters come for Piggy. 
because they want his glasses, glasses to make fire. To fire, yeah. And they get his glasses, and that's where you were saying. Then the next morning is, he's like, "We should just join them." And Ralph is like, "We can't." And Piggy's like, "But I can't see. It's I can't see Ralph." And he's just like bawling his eyes out, and it's amazing. And um, so they have a big fire, and they go to get. Can I stop you for two? Sorry to interrupt this. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only <laughs> I don't know if this is does this look like him? Can I move my chair? Yeah, that's him. Is that him? Yeah, yeah. So he's a DJ now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. purple house music. Yeah, there you go. Oh. That, that, okay, that's him. That's a. Uh... It's funny. As soon as you follow him, <laughs> you might also like to follow Rob Lowe and Ryan Gosling. It's like they do kind of look. Yeah, no, he's too young to be part of the Brat Pack. Well, he's not. I'm not saying he's part, but he kind of has that same look to them, though. No, I was going to say, oh, was he brought back? But no, he's too young because they filmed that in '88, and he was like 13 in '88. And they when all, the film came out, he was 15. They all have then. such cool names. Even Rob Lowe. It's a bit. It's it's not like an. A, it's Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Have you watched the Grinder? Balthazar Getty, Ryan Gosling. They're all really good I, names. Have I watched? Have what? you watched the Grinder? It's a sitcom. It's Rob Lowe. Oh no, I heard about and it. And then his brother is the kid from uh, the Wonder Years. What's his name? Grown up. Uh, it's the two of them. They play brothers, and like one is a lawyer, and then Rob Lowe is he was a lawyer on a TV show that's kind of basically like a lawyer version of like CSI. So it's like this really cheesy, over the top, dramatic show. And then the show finishes, and he goes back to live with his brother, and it's just like he's thinks he's a lawyer basically because he was a lawyer for like eight yeah, years on yeah. TV. It's really funny. The kid that played Jack hasn't done a whole lot since. No, I noticed that. I was looking at IMDb last night because I was reading trivia and stuff trying to see did I get more facts. He just done one TV series. Uh, yeah. The Family for Joe. But anyway. He was a really good actor though. Yeah, he's Brilliant. very good. I'm going to check Piggy but you were talking anyway. Sorry. Yeah, so, so this whole thing of like they've just, just this beast in a cave. There's the pig's head on a stick. Simon the whole time is kind of doing his own thing because he's a bit like he's staying with Ralph but not really he doesn't want to basically he doesn't want to be a hunter so Ralph is the safe because he, he's just about ignoring it and Ralph is the safest option of not being forced into anything yeah he's not he's not taking a side he's not a hunter and he's not now can I stop Ralph's you side. again just, be- just because you haven't mentioned that I'm just assuming this isn't in the film but far er- earlier on in the film there is a scene where Jack and the hunters are hunting and they don't get a boar but mm-hmm. it's after they've killed the first one yeah and they're sort of just like celebrating being animalistic hunters yeah, being men and, stuff and like. one of the kids I think he just trips and once he trips Jack just shouts kill the boar and they play kill him that's the same scene where he puts the blood on him oh that's in, the, in okay the but that's yeah, a yeah. really important thing because and the kid does get Sorry, hurt yeah he does get but hurt they, they stab him in the ass with the, yeah yeah with the sharpened stick but it's like, still really hurt, done yeah. in like a playful thing yeah, but that's important to stuff that's about that. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's just where I'm getting it. So, in this film, I assume is different from the book. Is in part of the survival kit that's in the raft was the knife. There was some for the I think like first aid kit because there's like bandages on some people and stuff like that when they start, and also a glow stick. Right. Yeah, obviously not. And the book, Simon is the one who finds the glow stick, and it's a nice big glow stick. It's like a meter long or a yard. It's probably a yard stick actually, mm. and so it's got a good glow on it. Now I don't know if you've ever used a glow stick. 
but they lose yeah. the cloak pretty quickly but in the film that doesn't happen apparently and yeah, Simon has a very clever idea of going up to the cave with the glow stick to see what the beast looks like okay and that's in the book just not with a glow stick I assume he just has a torch of fire or something in it or... I think he just wanders <laughs> yeah okay and so he has this whole moment where he stands and looks at the pig on pig's head on a stick as you said is it tells him yeah, the yeah, yeah. Stuff. that doesn't happen in the film to me it looks like they shot it and then they cut it out of the final edit because there's a lot of there's this like there's it's only two shots but they're both really long shots of him just standing staring at this thing mm. and it looks like they just edited around this trippy scene that they decided to cut out <laughs> okay so yeah there probably was in it and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and then he takes the glow stick into the cave and he finds the dead body of the missing pilot. Okay. Bit different in the book, but... Yeah. Is he in, in a parachute? No. Okay. Um, wait, am I confused? I might be actually confusing the book now and the first adaption. There's a, there's a scene where there is an air fight in the sky. Ah, Okay. Early, early, a bit like a few days before this, yeah. And it's now it could yeah. have been a different man, but to me, it looked like the actor who played the pilot. But I could be wrong about that. But it's like the idea in the book, he find the the beast is somebody who dropped from one of the planes and a parachute, yeah. and he's caught in a tree, and that's who. Ah, so they just hear the moaning as if. Yeah, but also he's actually blown from the tree at one point, so he's seen float. Like there's a, a they see a, an object floating in the sky. Like oh, wow, okay. so that's what they think is the beast, and yeah, it doesn't yeah. look human because you know, it's a human figure but with wings attached. They would see it, you know, like if you saw that at the corner of your eye, that would look yeah, like yeah. some crazy demon. Of course, yeah, especially when you're twelve. Yeah. Exactly. And so during all of this, um. Ralph and Piggy have decided to go try and get Ralph's glasses back and or Piggy's glasses back sorry when they get there all the hunters are gathered around the fire cooking pig meat and they're having a real like feast and even they even came along and declared we're having a feast tonight you're more than welcome but you must join us all this kind of stuff and it's Jack being really like fundamentalist about it. It's like Game of Thrones all of a sudden. <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah. And Jack is getting really into his part of being this leader of the hunters and stuff. And at this point, he's properly down to like, as I say, to like his loincloth, which just about hides his balls. It's kind of a, it's kind of disturbing. Uh, <laughs> and him and yeah. him and what's the other kid's name? You said the Roger. Like, Roger. Yeah, him and Roger like. I have to point out, <laughs> watching this film, it's just like, those two kids have balls. Like, they're just, every time they're just standing there in their loincloths, like, every time they move, it's just like balls swinging inside <laughs> these loincloths, really obviously. And it, <laughs> Such a weird thing to mention. I know, it, it's kind of distracting when you're watching it. Um, <laughs> and you're like, that's the balls of a 14-year-old boy, that's weird. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the... Um, so they're having this whole uh, he's they're standing around the fire and they're getting real savage and eating their meat and of course Jack invites Ralph and Piggy to eat meat with them and Piggy's just like I'm starving I need meat and Ralph takes a bit of meat and then throws on the ground he's like I'm not going to eat your meat just give us back Piggy's glasses he can't see and it's this whole thing and then uh, kind of almost to prove them wrong as being moral 
Jack starts this whole thing of he goes Roger is the beast or so he goes Roger is the pig and yeah, start yeah. Sh- and Roger starts going on all fours kind of running around the fire and all the kids chase after him with their spears that they've made out of just sharpened sticks and they're just all going around going mad and nuts and then he kind of like gets and then he's like he's the beast and then they kind of chase him back the other direction around the fire and it's like gets into this big like frenzy of like chase the beast chase the beast at which point Simon comes running down the beach with a glow stick looking like a monster just this glowing thing coming towards them to tell them all that he's figured out what the beast is exactly where and Jack goes it's the beast for real and they all just charge at him and just start stabbing him and stabbing him and stabbing him. And then there's this really disturbing shot in the film. Like, my God. Of just... Like, it, the way it's shot, it's all their faces as they're, like, throwing down the spears. Going like, kill the beast, kill it! Ah! Going nuts. And... Then it just suddenly cuts to this, like... Dead, like stabbed to bits, kid on the ground under yeah. moonlight with a bit of fly- firelight flickering, and it is so disturbing looking. And it just stays on him for so long, and they're all just like frozen. And it just suddenly cuts to the next morning, and it's Piggy and mm. Ralph on the beach, and Piggy's just like they just don't know what to do. And Ralph just turns around and he goes, "That was Simon," and Piggy's just like, "Let's just join them." An important and, thing, though, just for for listeners who might not have read, Ralph takes part in the killing of Simon. Oh, did he? He didn't. In the I don't film. know if he does in the film. No, he didn't. I, in that I, film, I even no. had memory of him doing it in the film. Oh, okay, he didn't in that version. Maybe in the sixties version. Okay, uh, he definitely does in the book, but because it's just a reactionary thing, like because everybody on the beach at that point does think, but Jack probably doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. Well, it's hard to know who who, who knows, knows what. what at that point. But yeah, Ralph yeah. definitely takes part. Because the, the Piggy even... Met, I, I think Piggy might too. Because I think in the book, when they're talking, I think... If they do, one it's of them not made a, very obvious in the film. One of them asks the other not to, to, not to mention that anymore. To not reference the fact that they were there or something. Yeah, Ra- this... Ralph is trying to talk about it. And Piggy's just like, just, let's just leave it. Just leave it. Let's yeah, so it's not, it might just be implied... It, yeah, like yeah. that but yeah like yeah if it is it's very implied and and then Piggy's is like let's just join them and at which point there's the twins who left when when Jack invited them for this feast the twins left Jack or Ralph and Piggy they yeah. decided to go and right at that point they'd stayed really loyal and but they're still kind of loyal yeah so there's kind of this whole they're, moment, they're like that thing that's they're doing it under pressure yeah and like, I think it's one of the twins I could be wrong it's almost like the Nazi party at this point yeah and if not it's the kid who found the cave where the beast was or it's one of the twins and they're standing he's standing with the hunters and uh, Jack is kind of going you know they we need to be ready to go after the beast and one of them goes but didn't we and before he says anything Jack yeah. is like no it's going to come back. It's going to come back. Like he's trying to make it this thing, like this beast is unkillable. Almost he's trying to as, as, if, as if the kid it. is trying to go, no, but we definitely killed the beast. That wasn't Simon. 
trying to justify the horrible thing they've done and Jack is like no almost like trying to make them embrace the evil thing they did in a little bit but also well, no, denying think, it happening it's well, I think it's kind of Jack's like, kind of doing the red scare thing where he needs they need an enemy exactly that's it it's like the Watchmen idea. <laughs> like you need yeah, an enemy yeah. to band together. Like he needs he, he needs them to fear something because they have to be fighting something. He has to be a yeah, strong yeah. leader that he's leading them to fight this evil, or else they might turn on him. Yeah. So then Ralph and Piggy go to confront them with the the was it the haunch? Is that what they call it? The conch. Conch, sorry. Or conch, you everybody yeah. pronounces it. It's uh, they, say, they say conch in the film. Yeah. It's it's C O N C H. I'm not actually sure if it's just looks like the word would be conch and that's what it's a shell. It's a big it's a it's a big seashell. Yeah, I think it's actually can be pronounced either way. I'm, people can learn from this. I'm gonna Okay. We'll get some like keep going. Yeah, no, keep going. So they go to I know I'm summarizing the whole film, but we're gonna get into the debates of stuff about it anyway the, so they go to confront them in the description I'll write if you want to skip the uh, walkthrough of the film skip to this time <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Wait, hold on a second I'm going to put um, my mic to this well we've put a lot of stuff into explaining oh yeah. like this no this, I won't yeah, actually yeah, I know yeah, but just for um, hold on a second we'll, we'll yeah. find out the uh, make sure are you looking for phonetically <laughs> yeah this will take a second Conk. So it's just conch? Oh, okay, they say conch. conch. I, I, I always read it as conch. Yeah, they say conch. Ra- or, or Piggy introduce, calls it a conch at the start. And he goes on about, oh, my aunt used to have one of these. It's a little hole here. If you blow into it, it makes a sound. Yeah. And then, like, the next shot is oh, Ralph. It's funny, here it. it even has the phonetic spelling is K-O-N-G-K-S. So conchs. Mm. But no, that doesn't... I still think conch. Yeah, then they're all conch, conch. Yeah, it's yeah. conch it's totally I, conch yeah. we've gotten two results for conch and I'm still saying no they're wrong yeah yeah no it's conch um, so they're standing there and basically yeah Ralph blows the conch and he's trying to talk and all the kids are like uh, it doesn't matter anymore fuck you and your conch and they actually say that they're like um, they actually said fuck you oh yeah there's loads of stuff like go fuck yourself and stuff I, I read a thing one of the things in the trivia is there was the Apparently the original script had like something like 287 F-words in it. And I want to watch it. I want to actually watch the film now. It sounds... and But that was the original script and they ended up having to reduce the curse words because loads of the parents of the actors objected so much to it. <laughs> so they toned it down. But So this is the important moment where basically they're all like just telling them to fuck off and Ralph goes... or uh, Piggy goes into this great speech yeah. just about like I remember that even basically the telling film. them they need to find their humanity again yeah. and that they're going to be rescued and you know this is going to come to an end this is our, or we're going to be here for the rest of our lives so we need to be prepared to be here for the rest of our lives and Roger starts throwing rocks and all oh, those are the kids they all start throwing rocks at them and stuff and they're kind of looking away and then there's this big boulder and Roger just rolls it off he's standing up on a cliff above them on the beach and he just rolls it over and this massive rock comes down and there's actually a moment in the film where Ralph goes no in slow motion towards him it's kind of cheesy but it's funny and probably wasn't cheesy when it was made though (laughs) and of course the rock hits 
piggy in the head and it's actually really funny because it's this huge fucking rock and it basically like bounces off his head <laughs> but it's still the, a great the way they do it is brilliant I think though. in the book he just goes off a cliff oh, like okay. he just falls like they're, it's the same setup and they're throwing stuff but he just yeah. falls and this big rock just hits piggy and he just hits the ground and like he's dead instantly fucking brain smashed in blood everywhere and uh, and then they keep throwing rocks yeah yeah and and there's this, this moment where they're all shocked and it's Jack just kind of goes like nah fuck you he just keeps throwing rocks and the rest of them are just like yeah yeah let's throw rocks yeah let's do that and so Ralph has to run off and and, and for the, the whole symbolism as well Piggy falls with the conch and the conch breaks with him yeah yeah because the the whole it's the last remnant of society yeah, yeah. or well, civilization there's, or there's a lot of a lot of the Everything in the book is all about things falling. It's about the fall of society, oh, the fall of innocence, yeah. and Very Piggy good. falling with the the conch is the one thing that that's that's kind of like their entire government win the island is the conch. Yeah, yeah. Like so, once that yeah. breaks, every so, everything's broken. Yeah. And Piggy was kind of well established that, so he falls with the conch, of course. Yeah. But even like even the stuff with the everything's about like it, the uh, the beast, the the parachute. It's him falling. Like the, oh, gla- okay. the glasses, br- that's another thing. The glasses break. Yes, in the, so book the glasses they break. Fall. It's everything, everything falls in the book because it's about the fall of society. Yeah, the, the night where they come for the knife, they break his glasses. That's it. But they're still usable. To I think they break fire. one lens kind of yeah, thing. But still, it's the, exactly it. Yeah, it's the symbol of them falling. That's yeah. That's his first amazing cry. <laughs> he yeah. has of a he's such a good crier that kid. And you know what's amazing? Looking it up, you know what he done after Lord of the Flies? He done, Please tell me he's a DJ or a rapper. He done The Joint of Thunder Mountain, which I assume is a sequel to Escape to Thunder Mountain. Oh, okay. I That's think Hulk, Hulk Hogan was in it. But then he done Three Ninjas, Knuckle Up, and he's kid number three. Oh, really? Yeah. So He's not, he's not even one of the three ninjas? Yeah, and then he's not... He's not a... I'm trying to think of the three ninjas' names. One of them is called Tom Tom. Tom Tom's one of them, yeah. I used to love those films when I was a kid. <laughs> They're so terrible. You know, they were... But, but they I remember were, liking them because they were terrible. You know, the three ninjas were was directed by the guy that made... He was a Korean director. Oh, really? And he was kidnapped by Kim Jong-il. <laughs> Him and his wife, who's married to an actress, a famous Korean actress. They yeah. were kidnapped by Kim Jong-il. And he was forced to make a sort of a Godzilla remake. Yeah. But a pro-communist version of Godzilla. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I remember hearing this, but I didn't know that was... The and he directed it. But And it's about this... Um, I uh, I don't know enough about Korean history, but essentially it's like a war in ancient Korea. And yeah. there's this, uh, you know, the more you feed this like little lizard demon thing, the bigger it grows and it helps them fight the army. Okay. And then it beats off the army. This is, and this is in North Korea. And yeah. it, it, it saves North Korea and it saves the villagers. But at the end of the film, the monster, the Godzilla, turns around and says, Now I'm your leader and you have to continue to feed me. <gasps> so oh, he snuck okay. in this message about communism being evil. Yeah. And it was playing at festivals and it wasn't until people responded to the film and being like, Oh, that's very clever. He snuck in this message. Yeah. And yeah. then Kim Jong il said heard that and he's like, Have him killed. But the guy had already planned his escape. 
<laughs> and him and his wife escaped to America. Where they made three ninjas. Where he made three ninjas. It's <laughs> hilarious. Now, I've gotten that story a bit arseways. It's yeah, not yeah. a good telling of it, but look it up. It's really interesting, but also why hasn't anybody made a movie about That's that? Amazing. <laughs> it's like Argo. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. The... Be That's... such a good film, though. Yeah, it's mad that it's not a film. <laughs> As you said, yeah, it'd be good, like, uh, like Argo. Like Argo, Argo. And Argo. you could, you'd probably, like, exactly, you'd play with the facts quite a bit, but it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. really good film, I think. <laughs> Jesus, like, the final of the film is him just, like, making three ninjas. <laughs> and everyone's just like, this is terrible. I just love that he made three ninjas in here. It's so funny. There's, there's a load of those films as well. Yeah, no, I don't know how many. He might have just meant the I first think one. Three, maybe four. Or there's definitely two, could be three. Um. Anyway, so that's what Piggy did after he was killed. But oh, he uh, didn't make the first one anyway, because that's oh, a, a right. guy called John Turtletub. All right. Um. <laughs> so that's uh, Rocco. That, is there? That's another name of one of the images <laughs> that just came to me there. Sorry. Uh, or sorry, Rocky. 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 There's Rocky. Cold. Cold. And Tom Tom. Tom Tom. And that's in Age Ascension as well. Rocky's the oldest. Mm. There's the whole chant, is it? Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves. I remember Tum Tum was always eating... Uh, he always had... What do you call them? Those stringy candy... You know, it's just like a string of candy. Like a rope? Rope yeah, well, candy? Ca- or... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever Gart from uh, Wayne's World is always eating. Oh, was licorice. Was it licorice? Was it like I guess licorice yeah, rope probably, or something. Yeah, like. I guess it was licorice. Some licorice. Oh, okay. Rope. Um, I always remember seeing that going over, like having a sleepover in my cousin's house, and we rented Three Ninjas and watched it. Anyway, <laughs> we should yeah. do a Three Ninjas episode. <laughs> totally, yeah, because they, they, I think they survive a home invasion, don't they? Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'd have been about ten, so yeah, that makes sense. Anyway. So we're back on Lord of the Flies Island, not yeah. three ninjas, and Piggy's killed and takes the haunch with him, and it's Roger who kills him, ultimately, but mm. also the group are totally like, none of them have any fucking guilt at all, <laughs> especially Jack, he's just like, fuck you. Sorry, can I stop you for a second? Yeah. It was actually three ninjas knuckle up, the one with Piggy. That the Korean guy directed. No way. Yeah. So it was relevant. So it actually completely <laughs> comes full circle. Is that the third one? Uh, I I think it might, there's no numbers on them, but I think it might be the fourth or fifth, considering there was three, <laughs> two med in one year. Oh, there's yeah. one in 19. This is from 19. I think this would be the fourth. Okay. Shin Sang Ok was his name, just so his. Oh, very good. You should know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Ralph runs away. And kind of sits on the beach by himself for a little bit, and then there's the twins are on fire. And this is the mad thing is they've kind of brought back the whole Firewatch thing in the hunters' camp, even though that's what got them in trouble in the first yeah, place yeah. was ignoring the Firewatch. But now Jack has instilled this fear of the beast in them, so they're sitting around the fire to keep watch for the beast. And yes, the twins start their watch, and Ralph comes and talks to them, and they're like, and, but they've, there's this great little exchange where one of them turns around to the other one and goes, "I thought we didn't believe in the beast," and the other one goes, "Yeah, I don't think I do." 
or I don't think we do because it's like they keep referring to themselves as like a unit and so it's really good um but anyway um it's like one of them they're, they're not sure of how to think independently like the two twins it's very yeah, very nicely yeah. written but anyway then uh, Ralph shows up and tries to convince them to like leave or need to talk sense into Jack and stuff and he's just not having it and then pretty much that's pretty much the end of the film because then after that it's uh, Ralph is on the run now and they're just hunting for Ralph yeah well it gets and they start lighting fires in the forest well it gets a bit more serious like there's stuff in the book anyway where the twins kind of obviously this isn't the film but there's this place they call Castle Rock which is this um, just mountain and that's where the hunters go and that's where there's like a path leading to it and they've got yeah you see it but they don't show it very well but anyway um, but there's a more there's more of a thing where they're kind of don't trust the twins entirely so they actually held hold them captive at first oh, really? and they they're initiated into the group but they still kind of give information to Ralph about the, what they're planning to do to him yeah and there's a really just a terrifying moment where they're talking to Ralph and tell him he needs to run he needs to get away and they just say Jack has a stick and he sharpened it at both ends yes they say that to him yeah and which is what he did to the pig's head yeah well the idea is they're going to cut Ralph's head off <laughs> and yeah. but yeah so so Ralph goes on the run but he hide like the book spends so much time like there's chapters of him on the run and oh, hiding really? and he hides in a ditch for ages and hears them going around and they can't find him so and that's where Jack completely snaps and his idea is they're just going to smoke him out like you would a yeah. pig yeah and well that, so that they, was one of his original plans for the pigs but then they never do it no, but yeah, well, yeah, but that's their idea. Yeah, of yeah. it'll work for Ralph. <laughs> yeah, because he's smarter than a pig, so the only way to do it. And then they burn. Essentially, they burn down the island. Yeah, they they just light fires fucking everywhere. So yeah, Ralph goes off, and he's like, "There's this shot of him just like running to the stream where they get their fresh water," and he's almost just like a gazelle, terrified of hunters. And he just grabs, gets a little bit of water, and then runs away again, really terrified, and then. He's like hiding in a ditch and then suddenly he wakes up and there's like smoke and they, he's just like he has a chase, knocks a kid over and then hides again. And the two people who spot him are the twins and they don't give him away. But then Roger moves around and then he, spot, he, he spots him and then they start really hunting him and they chase him and chase him through the woods. Like he's running through loads of fires. It's crazy. It's shot really well, actually. Um, <laughs> you're looking at it going... Wow, they actually just lit fires in that forest and made that kid run, kid run through us. <laughs> like, mm. It's insane. You're like, oh, the 80s. Um, <laughs> and suddenly Ralph is just like on his last breath. He falls onto the beach running at the feet of a soldier. He's just standing there. Um, well, he's a Marine in this one. And he's standing there and he just look, And then all the rest of the hunters now all just gather around him. And he just looks up at them and just goes, what are you doing? And that's the last line of the film. And it just slowly, like a helicopter comes and lands on the beach. And there's like loads of soldiers all just standing around. And then the credits just roll up. The the bit of difference in the book is it's one Navy man on the beach that they just saw the smoke. They thought it was a smoke signal. 
so one of them just came their ship still off yeah and he just rode up and Ralph runs up to him Ralph falls on his knees he starts to cry and as that's happened the rest of them run out they see him they all fall to their knees everybody starts to cry and they're just children again and it's actually taken out of the original book yeah the last line it it was added into a later edition I actually know about because I think Stephen King refers to it in The Stand yeah. Where the, the the original last line was, the Navy men saved the children, but who will save the Navy man? Ah. And everybody reads that into like, oh, are the kids going to turn on the Navy? Which is completely only fucking idiot would read that into it. Of course, the <laughs> yeah. children aren't going to kill the Navy man. The entire point of the book was, the entire point of the book was that the Navy saw how barbaric the kids had turned, yeah, and that they were involved in their old nuclear war yeah, that yeah everything exactly. that was happening outside of this island was the exact same as what was happening on it's it. just a replica representation those of kids it. were taken off the island but were going back to a world that was at war exactly the yeah. exact same thing was going on yeah um <laughs> it's loads, of, loads of people read that and was like the kids aren't gonna turn on the navy like oh they've been on the island for a month and now they're gonna come back and they're gonna turn on the kids are going to turn on the navy yeah. like what? <laughs> uh, uh, people are uh, stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the, that's the whole story, and I suppose it's all about Jack just embracing savagery. Roger being a fucking psycho, Simon being the nicest kid ever, and Ralph just trying to do the right thing with Piggy. And it's it's almost Piggy being the smartest, arguably. Yeah, in the nineties f- film a lot of Piggy's attributes go over to Ralph a little bit it's like Piggy's a source of information but Ralph is the moral anchor yeah that's the easiest thing for a film to do to yeah just... uh, funny factoid for it is Balthazar the actor he at the whole for the whole for like first act of the film uh, Ralph has his arm in a sling and uh, it was actually the, the character or the actor Balthazar whatever his name is he um he broke his arm just before filming, so they just wrote right. it into the script. Makes sense, um, at least. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah, it's uh to me there's a little bit of like there's the friendship they play up a lot more in the film, the friendship between Ralph and Jack. And then how that completely just divides and Jack just goes into this spiral of lunacy and there's a lot of mob mentality when they kill Simon and then even when they kill uh, Piggy. Mm. And then just this idea of like, let's just go after Ralph. It's just, that's it. There's just, it's kind of the point of killing Simon. They never quite admit to killing. Yeah. yeah. But when they kill Piggy, it's kind of like, oh no, we're killers now. Ralph's in the way. Let's just fucking kill him. Well, because I think when they kill Simon, well, it's the first, it's the first death but also Simon is even to them Simon is a more because they, they see Piggy and Ralph or to them like because it's, it's that whole thing Hitler didn't see himself as a villain no so Jack sees himself as being right so Piggy and Ralph need to go whereas I think everybody sees Simon as not being a threat a problem no he's so not like, a threat yeah. so everybody wants to ignore killing him yeah it, it's, re- it's played really much like oh that never happened yeah. no we killed the beast Simon who huh because you know. there is um there is other yeah I was saying to you before like there is other characters killed in the book but it's more a case like when um 
the first there's another when, when the fire goes and that's the first time when they let the fire go loose yeah there's young some of the younger kids there's one of them they just they don't see again and he was obviously they didn't they left him up there and he burned to death and they oh, all okay, kind of do yeah. the same thing and they just that will, willful ignorance right. yeah. where they just oh he's around somewhere he'll come back and that's the last they even talk about him like oh right okay yeah it, there's there's also like do any of them die in the storm it's kind of implied a little I bit I think yeah yeah I think. Like it's the same you never see any of them die in the storm but it's kind of implied that someone mm. dies in the storm just very subtly in the, in the 90s version anyway um but as I said to you, I, I felt it was very heavily edited. And knowing that it was filmed in 88 and didn't release till 1990, I imagine they spent a lot of time playing with it till they got it right. So, and it felt, there's some stuff that it felt really rushed and just kind of skipped over as well. So, especially, it, like it's hard to do a book adaptation. Of course, but, yeah. But rather than doing it as a remake of the 60s film, they did it as an adaptation of the book. Like, they started again from scratch. It wasn't like... We were giving it in our last podcast for Ghostbusters. <laughs> but it wasn't like they did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's it's a fascinating kind of look at society in a very micro way and stuff. I, that's what I liked about it. I think there's a play of it on at the moment in the Abbey. Oh, really? Yeah, it might be finished now, but I really wanted to go. I was trying to get tickets, ah, but then I completely yeah, I, forgot about it. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. Until now, this, I haven't thought about it in ages, but if it's still on, we should go see it. Yeah, yeah that'd be deadly. Definitely go see that. Have a nice apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, there is. So, if you were on the island, yes, would you be a Ralph or a Jack or a Piggy or a Simon? We've already kind of said so we'd be Simon. Um, I would be a part Simon, and part Roger, and part Roger. I know <laughs> they're, they're the most polar opposite. Yeah. Um, no, I. I completely understand. See, it's 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 not that simple. I, in a lot of ways, I think I'd be more of a Ralph and like, oh, you know, this is what we need to do. Well, I, actually, let me rephrase that question. It's not what you would be. What would the twelve when you were twelve? Yeah, what yeah. Do you think you would have been? Um, well, one main thing struck me that I would have been when Ralph got really, really pissed off at them about not watching the fire. I was right there, like I was. Oh, that's. I would be so angry if I was in his shoes. If I that was me, I would just be furious. You'd have purged. I'd have purged all over Jack's fucking face. I would have destroyed that kid um, with my fists. Sorry to clarify, uh, that was a weird way of phrasing that. I would have just destroyed him. I would have just gone nuts, like twelve, thirteen-year-old me. I'd have just been like, "You fucking asshole." Because we missed our opportunity to rescue. The other thing I would have changed, if I was to change anything, which they seem to be really stupid about, was the fire wasn't that smoky. And I would have had a procedure in place to have a load of uh, green leaves yeah. next to the fire. That it's if some if something goes overhead, it's someone's job to throw those green leaves on the fire, which creates more smoke. Yeah, like the thing is, William Golding doesn't seem to have been too worried about the actual ins and outs of survival in the book. Because <laughs> yeah, even yeah. the thing, like, it's all, it's such a, 
like like written like a parable where nothing's too realistic anyway because even the idea of lighting fire with glasses i mean if you actually try to do that no. good luck to you, you can do it a, fire it's lit. very different to a magnifying glass yeah though it's old-timey completely blind bottle end glasses as well so. i mean it's oh of course it's technically doable but like yeah. that is your the the way the, there's a way even the way i don't know how, how it's not even no it's not meant to look difficult in the book in the film and in the book they just do it like you know it's just yeah they don't pay much at the, even like where do they oh, get yeah. their water in oh no they find a stream yeah but exactly Simon, but they just find but they just, find, the but they find, just find it and that's it and it's grand and they don't need to worry about any sort of disease you really get. yeah like it's yeah, just yeah. everything's very convenient and because it's not important like it, it's not actually what the book's about yeah realistically that's probably not the best way to go about things everything they do in the book probably isn't well, and it, it's there's one kid I don't think it's Simon you can just drink from a stream you just need to at least try and filter it in some way yeah, or especially when you're it. on a desert island where you don't actually know what else is in the stream yeah or boil it or something yeah um, it could be Simon I'm not too sure it might be one of the other kids there's a point at the start where he's like foraging and he's just tasting different fruits and Piggy's just like it could be poison he's like no no my brother taught me how to yeah, check yeah. poison foods and he's just like where did you learn how to do that and he's like I don't know in Maine he's like yeah but we're on a tropical island in the Pacific it could be totally different but he just knows like the tastes like if you taste something if it's bitter don't yeah, have yeah. it you know that kind of stuff. and he's doing all that stuff or you know you take a little bit and like rub it on your skin if you get a rash throw it away all that kind of stuff and he's doing all that stuff and uh, Piggy is just like you're crazy man what the hell are you doing but yet as a result of him like they survive for yeah, a long time um, so yeah but in sorry, sorry to answer your original question which was so 12 13 year old me who would I be I think I'd be a bit of a Ralph more than a Simon just because more than when, Jack you mean um yeah, yeah. Well, it just annoyed me so much when they left that fire unattended. Mm. I was like, I was sitting watching it, just going, "No, you fucking idiots!" And I, I know, uh, when I was that age, I was probably even more aggressive towards stuff like that. But the thing like, is, you would, would you see uh, Jack as enough of a threat where you'd be like, "I need to get rid of him"? No, I'd be afraid of him. Yeah. 12, 12, 13 year old me would be afraid of him. Or at least intimidated by him. So I think, like, part of me is like, I think we might go for a walk someday and I might just push him off a cliff. <laughs> but, but then but then that means I would be a Jack. If I'm thinking like that, I won't be a Ralph. I'd be yeah, a Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the thing, yeah. Jack wants everybody to work together and take responsibility. Ralph does. Or, sorry, Ralph does. And there's a lot of horsing around. I think exactly I'd say words. honestly I'd be more inclined to be a Simon and just be like just stay out of it all fuck this you're all but would you nuts. be would you be the curious one to go see the cave and then they all think you're the definitely beast like I was like killed. well I guess I would I would have no control if they were the ones to do that I have no control yeah. over that but I, I was never a, a a scaredly child like oh, right, okay. uh, so I'd imagine yeah like it's with the beast thing I, I don't think I'd have ever believed that I've never even when I was like 
taught like I never like in another way like kids are normally afraid of like yeah. things in their closet and stuff I never yeah. had that even when like my brothers did and when people tried to scare me into it I would try and like I would like go to the closet at night and see if I could make friends with whatever lived in oh, there really? like okay. I had that I you see that's why I'm going I keep coming back to Ralph I'd like to be a Simon but I think I'd be more of a Ralph I was a scaredy cat as a kid I was you know I'd have been the whole point is the whole way Ralph is trying to play it safe and he's trying to do what's right and he's trying to stick by the rules even though there's no rules he's trying to create rules and I was very like that when I was a kid and so I think I'd be very much like him yeah I think I'd just be the Simon or I would get there and realise there's no more rules and I'd just be Roger and I'd just fucking kill everyone <laughs> fuck the lot I, I would hope the beast was real just cause like it'd be cool like that's I'd, yeah I'd be a bit like that as well and I think that was kind of what Simon wanted as well. He wanted, he wasn't, so I don't think Simon is that he believes it's, there's not a beast. He's more, I want to go see the beast. Yeah, yeah. Not, I'm going to prove it's not the beast. That's I'd be like. Because he's just as surprised it's a man when he sees it as anyone else would be, you know. If we had some legendary, like, Bigfoot character, like, say it was in Phoenix Park, if you told me, like, there was all these sightings of some monster in Phoenix Park. I'd be going there looking for it. In an instant. Yeah. Especially as a kid, more so. Now I mean, I'd be like, <laughs> "That's bullshit." Yeah, or like yeah. as a child, I'd have been like, "I gotta find them." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I'd be more talk about going to find them, but then I'd be afraid of actually doing it. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid. Um. So yeah, it's so you're gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> get beaten. Yeah. It's a it's a nice evolution from like I know we did the purge last episode it is because it's looking at how people turn and they're a bit more basic because it's all about survival like genuinely in the film the reason the twins go and join the hunters is because they just want to eat some meat yeah they're yeah. just like oh, I'm just hungry I want to eat some meat and that's why they go and join them for no other reason really um it's probably a bit different in the book but no it's yeah pretty much the same yeah. yeah. And even like that piggy who didn't want to join them, he's kind of given up a little bit because he's no glasses and he's just hungry and he just doesn't care anymore. And Ralph won't let him. Ralph is too. Yeah, well, piggy That's... as well. Piggy's been bullied for the entire book, even by Ralph. Like Ralph doesn't directly bully piggy, but he he's still so... laughs when he's bullied. And he calls him piggy for the whole thing. He never like there's a mo- he defends him at the start. But That's his name. But it's not his name. I don't know. Remember they like somebody calls him Fatso or something, and they go, "But that's not his name. His name's Piggy." <laughs> it's a line for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And Ralph is like, "Leave him alone. They're just picking on you because you're new or something like that." And then, like the next scene, he's like, "So Piggy, <laughs> yeah, but... you like women?" <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> the name he got known yeah. by it all too. Like, yeah. Good thing about it is, I was not a fat kid. So I wouldn't have been piggy. No, yeah, yeah. Do you know, is there a kid you went to school with that you think, oh, well, he'd have been piggy? No. Purely from the glasses point of view, it'd be uh, Darren was the first one with glasses, so it'd be him. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, that's just funny. You and Darren were in Lord of the Rings and you were Ralph. Lord of the Flies. Or Lord of the Rings, Lord (laughs) of the Flies. Um, Yeah, you're Ralph and Darren's piggy. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> you just imagine it. Oh, can we just reshoot like some scenes of just you and Darren? <laughs> I just want Darren to look. But Shane, 
I can't see. We'll just do that scene. It'd be really funny. <laughs> as adults as well. Like. Yeah, yeah. Sitting on the beach. Oh, to remake Lord of the Flies. But we're adults. <laughs> we lose so much meaning. But, but the, the, the script is the exact same. Like, like all the, exactly. oh yeah, like it's not like it's about adults crashing. It's still about children. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all adults. It's like fucking wet hot American summer where it's just adults playing children. Oh, that is. Did you watch the Netflix series of that? No, I didn't actually really like the film. I just kind of like the no. idea of it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. It's done really well. Um. Yeah, they do that thing. Yeah, where like those that were clearly like in their late thirties and they're playing like seventeen-year-olds. It's so funny. It's a great idea, and the fact that the series is a prequel. Ah, oh, your man who's like the main character in the film. Yeah, and then he plays a prequel of himself, and he's like whatever, like fifteen years older, and he's so much fatter and balder, and it's just so funny because when you watch the like me me and my wife Katie we watched the series first yeah, yeah, yeah. and then okay. we watched the film because we'd never seen the film I'm sure I had seen it years ago but we watched it then afterwards and it was just so much funnier because his character actually I think his name is Ralph just <laughs> hilariously um and he's because when they made the film he was actually like say 22 playing a 17 year old mm. where the rest of them were like 30 playing uh, yeah, to, uh, yeah, 17 yeah. year olds and then when they came back to do it he was like 36 playing a 16 year old and it was just so silly it's really funny yeah and he's just like he's not a like he was a skinny guy in the film and then when it's the prequel he's just a big like not overweight but he's not a slim man like it's really <laughs> funny uh, <laughs> I have uh, some desert island survival tips here but I'm thinking now it might be too well, long they're more a tropical island than a desert island but yeah I know what you mean go for it yeah well you just weren't listening to anything <laughs> but, but I think now with uh, how long we've been going should we save it for uh, say castaway episode I was going to say that castaway is more of a desert island um, well it's the same principle anyway like um it's just about sources of water and stuff. All this, the same things yeah, they yeah. face. But I think maybe that's not really just because Lord of the Flies isn't, isn't really about surviving the elements anyway. No, it's about surviving your humanity, yeah. I suppose. And um... What's really weird, uh, William Golding, because he was a teacher, he was an English teacher. Yeah. And I could be getting this, just going on memory, a bit wrong, but apparently he taught children English and he used to do his own like strange experiments <laughs> where he oh, really? would turn them against each other yeah and stuff just to see how they would act that's amazing probably as research I guess he seems like a weird character there's also stuff that he, he he might not have been the nicest guy in the world oh, okay but yeah the thing about like yeah he used to turn like deliberately try and turn his students against each other just to see how they would, and stuff. Yeah, yeah which is actually really interesting I've read this book recently uh, it's a young adult novel called The Wave you ever mm. heard of it no it's actually it's really good it's based on a true story uh, about this uh, history teacher in the 80s in America and he yeah. was kind of he was trying to teach his students about the Nazi party and yeah. why people fell in line with the Nazis yeah of course so he created this uh, group in his history class called The Wave ah and 
eventually they all kind of embraced it and then it started to kind of spread throughout the school no way. and eventually it kind of like took over and just went way out of control wow and actually that'd be a really good episode it's incredible so it's just like more and more people just join this yeah, insane yeah. belief like, yeah it's more like it, he was doing it as an experiment there's he, there's a book about it and then he wrote the book's kind of like it's a fictional well actually I think it follows it pretty much yeah exact but then he wrote a journal his journals on it and it was actually there was two films there was like a TV movie from the 80s made on it but then there was a German movie made in the last few years but it's very interesting it's kind of it's almost remember we talked in the Mad Max we talked about the Universe 25 experience. oh the mice yeah I yeah. was going to say that I was going to compare that earlier it's yeah. kind of like that and it's very like Lord of the Flies we should like we should do that as a future episode actually that'd be good yeah. that could lead into some Nazi stuff Um, but yeah it's really interesting yeah. It's um Yeah, so I suppose you're in that scenario and like what do you do? The kid, like there's one group are just like, We're hunters and they're just getting more into just wild and they're being really reckless, like they're for ages they don't have fire and it's like they don't care about it and then they realise how precious fire is as a commodity because they they need to cook their meat because it's not as good but it's it's that thing of like kids like kids thrown into a survival scenario won't think like how about survival like they're gonna no no like like always like in in Day of the Triffids like there's kids that have been left on their own and all they do is they just eat cake yeah they can't find food but they find like a sweet shop so they just eat cake and by the time the guys find finds them they're really sick because they've just keep eating cake even when they're sick they're like oh it's still something sweet like and, it, yeah, yeah. and that's what kids would do they would just have no instinct for that yeah, yeah. I mean the kids in Lord of the Flies do a little better but well there's no sweet shops on the island but well they yeah. do a little better and they, they actually try and organise themselves yeah, yeah. which I, I think actually is probably like the biggest the, 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 the novel kind of is a bit bullshitty and I can't see any any 12 year olds actually even trying to form a societal structure the way they do in Lord of the Flies like the, if, well, if, if the no, school I think... went to crashed on that island it would yeah. have been straight away like Piggy would have just been killed <laughs> yeah like, there'd be there'd be kids who would try to be more civil and there'd be the ones who would just go wild and it would just create a lot of kind of bullying and factioning yeah it would just be all hell like but I think like Jack's gang would sort of overpower everybody else very yeah. very quickly definitely and you you i think you'd very quickly reach a point of you can't beat them so you have to join them yeah yeah which is and you of... just have to go along with their insane ideas whether you agree with them or not and it's nearly like going back to our road episode of the gangs of cannibals who were together and as you were saying like <laughs> was it the the tennis shoe people the, the, an army in tennis shoes like and the, the road and uh, you, you were saying you read it at that, that like the implication is that they're all just these really normal average like middle class people who yeah. are doing something that's so horrifically beyond their norm but they're doing it to survive and I think it would be very similar to that that you would just do what you gotta do you know and yeah even yeah. if you think like this is a terrible way to live <laughs> you would still just do it because you're living and the alternative is to be killed or be an outcast. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, pork is delicious. 
there's I, I don't know if it's in the film like there's a thing in the book where I think it's Jack that says it as well like one of the it's not when they kill Piggy but earlier on because you know they've been hunting boar yeah and they refer they wonder if Piggy bleeds like the other pigs oh yeah she's like oh like such a sadistic line to say yeah. <laughs> and you just know well okay once that's said you're like well Piggy's got to die by, by the time this, by the time I reach the end of this book Piggy's going to be dead yeah it's funny I from what I had remembered of the story I knew definitely that Piggy died but I was so shocked when Simon was killed yeah, I really yeah. didn't see it coming I was so thrown off by that. I was sitting watching it last night, just being like, oh, no way. And I, I, the first words I made were, I thought it was Piggy they killed. <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later, they killed Piggy. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I knew it was Piggy they killed. And though I thought Piggy got bullied a lot more. I thought there was, I, I, knew, I knew there was the whole thing of, you know, chasing the pig around the fire. And I thought they did that to Piggy. Piggy, yeah, yeah. And, like they forced him into almost without it being direct of an actual act but it was almost like they they more emotionally raped him like that he became their bitch I, I thought there was a lot more of that and like there's there's moments where there's a lot of implications with Jack as if he's like he wants Piggy as like his prison bitch like <laughs> weird bro- boarding school children like do, yeah it's do, like he wants to take him as his do, do you like, know any you know do you know any uh do many of your friends have have they went to boarding school? Because um, I know no. a few, and they're they're a weird breed. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember being. Did you go to all boys or mixed school? Mixed, well, mixed secondary, but okay. You know, I was I was mixed all the way through, but I always remember. Um, just as a strange comparison, I always remember when me and the guys went to the Gale Talk, which is I suppose Irish equivalent of summer camp. The best you can, best equivalent we have. Such a terrible version of summer camp. I know, we have to go speak uh, Irish for three weeks. Um, and you have classes every day, but you still do fun activities like yeah, sports yeah. But American summer camp is just fun activities. I know, I'd fucking love to do oh, that. So I would have loved that so much. Wait, that, that real, like, and doing stuff like going canoeing and learning yeah, how to do It's like things. scouts for the summer. But yeah, where some of the Gale Talks actually do all that stuff, but... But you still have to speak yeah, Irish. Yeah. Whereas was... We, funny enough I went to the Gale Talk to and how much Irish do you know now oh none so uh, I just well, no, I could probably throw a few sentences together <laughs> but I just spoke English all the time it didn't matter <laughs> um, the funny enough I went to the Gale Talk on an island <laughs> mm. and for me it was a big shock because like that I'd been to mixed school obviously I'd had like say sleepovers with friends but suddenly I was in a house and our first year, there was 12 boys in one house in three bedrooms, so it was four per bedroom. Mm. And then the next year was 11, so it was four, four, and three. And the youngest, both years, the youngest was 13, and the oldest was me and my mate Owen. Actually, we were the two oldest in both houses we were in. And we were, what, 16, 17 consecutively kind of thing. Um, And it was just such a, different experience for me because the boys were just so like and then most of the guys who were there half them were say in boarding school or the rest of them had all only gone to all boys schools we were the only of me and my friends that went we were the only ones from mixed school 
Yeah, yeah. And the best way to describe it is they were just horny savages. Yeah, it's weird because, like, especially you got coming to Dublin, because, like, so many people I know from Dublin, like, it, there's a lot of, um, there's very few, actually, mixed schools in Dublin. Like, everybody yeah, tends yeah. to go to all boys, boys or girls. all girls. Yeah, yeah. And it's so weird to me. Like, they've got so many issues that I never encountered with friends when I grew up. Like, oh, it was insane. They're really, like, girls that go to all-girls school, not so much, but guys that go to all-boys schools. Yeah. Messes them up, man. Big it's... time. Especially in terms of, like, anybody, anybody I know that I could say, yeah, that guy's really, really sexist. <laughs> it's all yeah. guys that went to these all-boys schools. They have this weird opinion about it. It's, just, it's really odd. Do you want to hear something really bizarre? Always. None of people who I would consider really close friends went to same-sex schools. I'd say the same. Yeah. I'd say that's not bizarre at all. I'd say that's a... a but, like, even people that say people I didn't go to school with, who I'm close with... Same. Say you, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to a mixed school. That's I, mad. Yeah, I, I don't... Because the other would be Ken, went to a mixed school. The you know, only person off the, I know... I can think of one person I I uh, would would consider like a close friend that went to an all boys school and they left. There was somebody that like couldn't hack it and just left and done an apprenticeship and just didn't see out their education. <laughs> 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 and probably for the best. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Because so. that's the like I mean that's the period like like especially. I went to an all boys primary school, which doesn't matter at that point. It's before you even reach yeah, puberty, yeah, yeah. but like. Yeah, from like the ages 12, 13 to 18, like... So important. But that's where your entire personality is formed, at least yeah. the basis of it. You got, essentially, you got until about Se- 20. Especially your, I suppose, sexual personality, yeah. somewhere. That part of you is, that's where you develop and discover sex and puberty. But more and what you think of, but not even like in terms of like orientation, just no. your opinion on... <laughs> Yeah, women, <laughs> or, <laughs> or the, just or or, or whichever, whichever or your desired, yeah, yeah, is all formed around that. And to just it kind of ends up because you've only really gotten your personality as a whole. You've kind of got until twenty one yeah. before it's developed pretty much completely. Like I know very little or very few people that have changed. Most people, like by the time to get to twenty one, they're pretty much settled in their skin. Yeah, yeah. So You're like in. twelve <laughs> to eighteen or thirteen to eighteen, like that's a huge chunk of. Yeah, of that, of that time counts for your your days in secondary school. This is high school for American listeners, by the way. Oh, sorry, yeah. It seems that it's mostly mixed schools in America. It seems to be, yeah. I think only actually, just from pop culture reference, like TV shows and films and stuff. So it's very. I don't think I've seen any kind of even people who would say you go to private Catholic schools and stuff like that they're usually mixed, mixed as well well mine was a Catholic still we, I went to a well, Catholic we, school all right? our schools are Catholic schools right here yeah, even, yeah. even like my school was technically a community school and the community I grew up in would be about 30 to 40 percent but I think actually in uh, Church even, of Ireland even in the and, States most um, the first mixed schools would have even been Catholic like Catholic schools actually historically would still be mixed schools yeah yeah but yeah I grew up in a very mixed community in terms of say religion compared to the rest of Ireland. Mm. And even then, our school, which is a community school, is still considered a very much Catholic school, even though I'm least 30% of the students in my school were not Catholic, but it was still a very Catholic-orientated school. Um, So, yeah. It was a strange kind of way, you know. Like, if we had assembly and stuff, 
like there was like prayers and stuff every so often and it was just weird but it's, it's funny mixed. because like we're just saying like most American schools seem to be mixed school and whatever like every country has their different cultural flaws and that whatever about America uh, they seem to be the most wit sexually at least like that they don't have the fear of of sex that Ireland had like even today even really? in this world you don't think so? They're very bad sex education programs now. I'm not talking about sex education. I'm talking about <laughs> the, oh, yeah. the inherent fear of, of sex that uh, Ireland has had for generations. Well, well, we have the whole Catholic guilt thing yeah, yeah, going on. Which I think starts at that yeah, separate... Yeah. Which starts Segregation at Segregation yeah. doesn't help with that. Um, and there's, there's, even, there's even a weird scene. And it's early on before the divide in the 90s film where... Jack and Ralph are walking along the beach and they're kind of they both realise that they're two oldest and they're the two most mature kids uh, Jack just kind of goes you know what I love it here there's no parents there's no school and he's like there's no women or there's no girls even though I wouldn't mind getting a bit now and then Yeah. and then Ralph turns to him and he goes when did you ever get a bit and he goes oh, I get a bit and then Jack just starts wrestling him and it's really kind of it's slightly kind of... That's in the book, exactly. Um, so, yeah. I'm trying to think of the word. Homoerotic. Yeah, I didn't want to put erotic on it because <laughs> it's two 13-year-old boys, but it's very, yeah, it's very uh, homosexually suggestive. And it's just an interesting scene, kind of like, again, going with that kind of theme. And erotic doesn't necessarily mean you have to be turned I know, on. I know, yeah, yeah. That's why I was trying to find the right word. I was like, uh, yeah, um... <laughs> Homosexually suggestive is what I'm going to stick to. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah, it's just, it's a very, it's a scene that tells a lot about, I think, Jack's character. And then his kind of quest to almost get Piggy kind of continues that. And it's, it's not even, it's just this kind of dominance and boys being boys kind of thing. But it's really interesting way of looking at them. Uh, And I don't know where I'm going with this now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but no, it, it, the first, exactly as you were saying, oh, about like, oh, when Ryan say boys went to all boys school and stuff like that. And I said, my most experience was the culture shock of living in a house with like tw- 12 other boys. Yeah. Like yeah. that. I could see a lot of parallels between like the behavior and personalities watching Lord of the Flies to what I experienced. Come here, so how different do you think the Lord of the or just Lord of the Flies would have played out if it was a mixed school that crashed on the island? Oh. That's actually an interesting. That is very interesting. I think <laughs> the random would have been just like trying to impress the girls, like the older of them. Yeah, I think I think the hunting would have become more of a look at us we can hunt yeah, kind of thing yeah. and it would have been just as savage and just as barbaric but it would have been done more to impress I don't think this man there'd be as much debt though because no, the girls would create a calming effect a little bit yeah I can imagine like, there is that thing though like not so much as an adult but like and as a teenager, most like fights I ended up in was yeah. because like a drunk girl that I was with started with somebody, yeah, and and like dragged you into a fight or something. Yeah, like, so yeah. I can imagine a lot of that going on. But then they would have been the first ones to like stop it from taking off, taking off to a, yeah. a whole other level as <laughs> yeah. well. 
it's in that sense of I suppose the best way to put it and it's going to sound so sexist but girls love drama but not escalated drama <laughs> a comfortable level yeah drama. yeah they wouldn't want it to go too far and um, though like for that for the mixed age group and stuff I don't know it could be we see, the, the younger kids would have had a better time like because the, the older girls would, would have, look after them would have taken care like especially like well you think of like so it's the same age group yeah. girls certainly mature quicker than guys yeah the twelve-year-old girls would have been far more responsible than the twelve-year-old guys. Put it this way: if it was a mixed-sex group, Ralph's character would definitely be a girl. Oh, so okay, yeah, I know it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it you were to been... replace characters, yeah, yeah, that would have been the, the person who would take on the role of what Ralph does would be a girl, definitely. Yeah, and then and that think, like let's let's say it was a mixed school and Ralph was still there. It just means that there would be somebody else that has his same philosophical beliefs, yeah, exactly, but is stronger than him. So she would Ralph would have just been her number one. He'd have been Piggy. Ralph would be Piggy. Yeah, to her, uh, to her, and there'd still be Piggy, and he would just be number, number three. Yeah, or number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, or number two to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Exactly. And, and so she'd have probably been stronger willed, so it might have actually worked out a lot better. And Jack would probably be less aggressive towards her, thinking he could. Well, she'd have just outsmarted. He'd have just been. He'd have been outsmarted. He'd have been made look sillier each time. And he probably. Yeah. He, like, because he, he acts on impulse a lot of the time, he would still. I think he'd react the same way, but he would end up. He'd be like those people who. He, he'd have been more. He'd have dug himself a deeper hole each time. He'd have probably been yeah, more yeah. self destructive to himself and to his own group yeah because she'd just stand there going you're being immature <laughs> yeah yeah we just know? talk down to him like yeah yeah he would have been all, he would have been one of those people that'd be all shouty all threatening you know those people getting like start arguing and they're going to do everything oh I'm going to kick the shit out of you I'll throw I'm going to put this bottle through you and she'd just be like yeah and they, would, they wouldn't react and they'd stay shouting and then realise they look and, like an and, idiot and the thing is everyone would be like you can't hit a girl as well you know there'd be a little bit of that but not even that not like I don't think that even comes in it's even no, just no. those aggravated people who just keep shouting and when they don't get when they don't get the same reaction back at them they want somebody to shout the same way they are yeah, and then yeah. they get more and they just they start realising they're talking like an idiot yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and like no intention of even yeah and they're just they just look like an, a fool and they they can't get out of it so they keep on talking yeah. and it's like I realise that I'm wrong but I'm not going to lower my voice oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to walk away now <laughs> don't follow me yeah I know I've done wrong yeah no I just think they would, they would they, 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 yeah like you're right yeah like a, a, a girl in Ralph's role would actually make all the difference yeah yeah absolutely do you think any girls would join the hunters um, I think they because they probably would see uh, again off the island as being their their. I think ultimate I, goal that I'm sure some of them. I think you would you would find there'll be girls who will follow the hunters group, but they wouldn't necessarily be inclined to go hunting with them. But they might. There might be some girls who be like, maybe we should make traps. Yeah, exactly. It'd be uh, maybe we can get that parachute. And make a trap from and they're like it's a beast you're like no it's a guy to parachute he's clearly stuck in the trees um, <laughs> and we can actually use his material to make a trap maybe yeah, yeah. we can probably fish with this yeah 
which they could so if you use that parachute you could definitely i'm sure it's not easy to fish with a net but i'm sure you could find something so like hashtag girl power is that what we're going for here um so that we'd be less savage with women i suppose i think no but i think that i think you would be yeah i think that's a very fundamental thing is you know and it doesn't even necessarily have to be about sex or sexual orientation or anything but no, it's well, a lot of it's about men, how the men would react having yeah, girls there men and women are an important contrast and work together in a way you know there's a reason there's both genders exactly not just for sex sex yeah, yeah. sexual no, reasons. for for actual structure there's a reason yeah, both absolutely <laughs> do you think like jack just gets way too out of hand and she just turns around and goes if you stop right now i'll kiss you and he's just like, okay, yeah, it's cool, fine, sorry. <laughs> and then it's just it, a fuse. It's a and then she goes in for a kiss, and then and she just like puts a knife to his stomach. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say like actually, they'd be cold. Like a woman would be colder as well. Like if there was a female, yeah, a female definitely. Ralph would have taken Jack to a quiet corner under the guise that they were going to make out, just and like, then she would just put a knife to him. She's like, shh, 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 and just like quietly, kill just him. holding him while she's crying. Yeah, yeah. Holding onto him, and then she's and he's just like, oh, no. <laughs> and then she backs away and, he's and then she out. comes back and there's blood in the knife and everybody sees her and she holds it up and she says I used to believe in peace and love now I believe in this and she holds up a bloody <laughs> knife and just becomes the dictator of the island yeah. like the, the, next, the next scene is her sitting on like a throne and then bringing her fruit and, and boar cooked and she's like no, thank you my subject she, she would come back and she would say how she saw the beast and he killed jack but then she slayed the beast yeah and it would solve both problems and the whole like that jack is the beast yeah that's a really good we should just write this (laughs) (laughs) put a sound of a keyboard going madly under this one (laughs) (laughs) so do we survive lord and flies if if we have women yeah because neither of us are jack yeah um because we're both simon we're both off playing with a lizard (laughs) because <laughs> that's it me and you because we're both in this scenario together so me and you yeah, yeah. We're well, just well, I, when I decided I'd be more of a Ralph and you saw you'd be more of a Simon yeah I've decided we both be Simon though I know you more than you know yourself no but I'm thinking about 13 year old but you thing. can't be Ralph because we've got the female Ralph has taken over so you ju- you're just her number two yeah and we've seen her coming out with the knife and I'm like Shane I think she's got this covered do you want to come find lizards? <laughs> do you want to go play with my lizard? Is that an innuendo? You're like, well, it is an island with no rules, Shane. End. <laughs> Stay safe. Be prepared. <laughs> and have a nice apocalypse.